We are now going to do the best we can to deal with Mr. Miles Dewey Davis. And we're also going to deal with the period of jazz that he emerged in, which was bebop, baby, in the 40s. As usual, since we're doing this whole black history thing, I need to give you some social and economic uh, context for what was going on and why the music was like it was and why Miles was like he was. People called him the Dark Prince and he was always angry and all of that. Let me talk to you about the 40s. Okay, in the 40s, you had these Jim Crow laws both written and unwritten, that govern how black folks could walk, talk, eat, live, whatever, even go to the bathroom, baby. They had us down to a science. You can do this, but not this. This, not do this. This is the context that this music was being created in. People say, well, the bebop, it was so fast. It was so technical. The chords are changing fast. There's a lot of angularity. There's a lot of anger in it. There's a lot of dissonance in it. There's like, yeah. That's what was going on in black life. And that's just about all that Jim Crow stuff. But at the same time, we fight back. So there's a whole lot of creativity. Oh yeah, the Harlem Renaissance is gone, or the new Negro period is gone. But as a result of this great migration, there has been a lot more economic progress within the black neighborhood. So people are not wanting to put up with this crap too much. So now you have the emerging civil rights movement. People are fighting back. As a matter of fact, the NAACP established its legal defense fund in 1940 to fight laws that unfairly discriminate against black and to fight for laws that would advance the cause of the black community. That's how we got civil rights legislation. That's how Thurgood Marshall emerged. That's how we got the integration of schools and so many other things. It's all is taking place at the 40s. But back to the music. We are in New York City and this bebop is happening. And in 1944, Miles Davis leaves East St. Louis. Although he was born across the roof in Alton, Illinois in 1926, he left there in 1944, headed to New York with the understanding with his parents that he was headed to Juilliard School of Music to be a classical trumpet player. That did not last long. But as soon as he got there, he tried to hook up with Charlie Parker in 1944. He replaced Dizzy Gillespie. And Charlie Parker's band. He stayed with Charlie Parker in 1948. He started doing his whole thing. Yeah, he is on the cutting edge of bebop. Not only that, from that period on, Miles led the charge in every major innovation in music. He became bebop Miles, followed by cool jazz Miles, followed by hard bop miles, followed by motor miles in a time period around 1959 when he completed recording Kind of Blue, which is the most powerful jazz album ever recorded. It is on everybody's short list of one of the most influential albums ever recorded. 
and it is the biggest selling jazz album of all time, Miles Davis, 1959. That was not enough. He left the motor period, went into seclusion for a while, and emerged as electric miles. Not just electric miles, electric funky miles with wrap-around glasses, kind of like this here, wrap-around glasses, his big rim hats, his secret military outfits, and his persona. Miles Davis had a career that lasted 60 years, baby, six decades. And every major innovation in jazz, Miles was the vanguard for it. He led that charge. Most of the great musicians that we can name throughout it, whether it's John Coltrane, Cannonball Alley, Chick Corea, Joe Zawinu, Billy Cobham, we can go on and on and on and on and on. Marcus Miller, they all, were brought to the scene by Mr. Miles Dewey Davis. He refused to stay in one place. He always heard the future. He always created the future sounds that other people would try to copy. We are still, still over 20 years after his death, trying to process stuff he did in the last 20 years of his life. We still have controversies about was it jazz or was it not? What was it? You know what it was? It was Miles Davis. And just like Duke Ellington, perhaps Miles is beyond category. So maybe we should need to stop trying to put people in a box. Is it black? Is it Negro? Is it jazz? Is it this? Is it that? And just accept it as American music and accept the fact that Miles Davis is one of the most creative spirits that has ever walked this planet. Born 1926 in Alton, Illinois, lived through Jim Crow. In 1959, while he's recording Candy Blue, he got beat up and hospitalized by a New York City policeman. Hmm, not much has changed, has it? And maybe that's why Miles always had that edge. And maybe that's why he always had that energy. And maybe that's why they call him the Dark Prince. There was a reason for everything. And yet, his music was creative. And at times, his music was so full of love. So please, let's remember the legacy of Mr. Miles Dewey Davis and the world that he was born into and created all of these wonderful sounds for us to continue to process 20 years after he's gone on to his next destination. Oh yeah, baby, Miles. Thank you.